Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Born to Lufelo Mudise in Midlands Soweto on the 22nd of December, the boy who would grow up to be known simply as Tiko was endowed with a great gift but a difficult upbringing. Mudise endured a challenging childhood growing up under an abusive father who didn't want him to play football, eventually throwing him out on the streets to fend for himself when he was just eight years old. My father was my hero to me, so I, I felt like I needed to impress him in everything that I had to do at the time. And... Uh, um me being told actually at the time that my father was good at that age I was at, it was motivating me actually. It was a disturbing period at the time because my father was a very street and straightforward guy. He always beat me up. We don't really, we don't argue about anything else. I realized that he's not a person that likes to joke, so whenever he said something it's actually very serious. So when he told me that uh, listen when I come back I don't need to find you in my house. So I knew that he was not joking. But what scared me the most was at that time I didn't have any relationship with any other family members and I didn't know where to go. So I had to uh, uh, sourced out something. It's unfortunate at the time that I had to go actually sleep on the streets and start hustling at that age, but I didn't even know how would I survive actually, but fortunate enough I survived that I'm here to tell the story about it. Mudise's talent meant that he didn't stay on the streets for long, moving from house to house as various coaches and football entrepreneurs recognized his ability and tried to move him on to bigger clubs. It was the late Steve Mguni that eventually opened the door of opportunity for Tiko as he went on to sign for Rear Stars and never looked back. When Chigo actually said he wanted to sign me, I didn't believe it until it happened actually because Many, many football people have lied to me so, so many times before, but, but when it actually happened, I remember saying to myself, this is my biggest opportunity to actually be something with myself. And uh, I grabbed it with both hands and I never, ever actually looked back. After making his debut for Rio Stars as a teenager in a one-all draw against Wits University, Mudise got some game time, but struggled to make an impact playing in the shadow of legendary Kaiser Chiefs midfielder Frank Makua, who was now on the books of stars. It was only after Ria Letuaba and Chico Twala were bought out by the National Soccer League and the club closed down in order for the top flight PSL League to be reduced from 18 to 16 teams. It was only after this that Mudise made his mark in the colors of National First Division side City Pillars. That season, Pillars finished as runners-up to Vitz and Mudise was crowned National First Division Player of the Season. This was to be the start of a long and decorated career that would see him win the Kosafa Cup with the youthful Bafana Bafana side in May 2007 after joining Supersport United under Pizzo Musimane in 2006. At Supersport, Tiko would earn the first of many PSL nicknames, the Navigator for his magnificent spatial awareness that saw him inexplicably glide past on rushing defenders as though he had eyes in the back of his head. Musimani remembers those days. I used, they used to call him Navigator. I mean, what a player. I don't think I, I had a player like him. A brilliant player. Well, that boy loved football. I must give respect to him. He has done exceptionally well and he has served me very well. He never, ever disrespected me on the pitch. And we moved from Supersport, we went to Bafana, we had our time. So I had all the time with him. What, a, what an unbelievable player. And I hope the name remains in football because uh, children are looking up to him. That season, like this season, 
The league title was won by Mamelodi Sundowns, with Matatanta finishing sixth. But Mudise did enough to earn the admiration of Orlando Pirates management, who signed him after just one season with Supersport to start a four-year stay with the Buccaneers. Mudise was an instant hit with the happy people who affectionately called him the general for commanding the midfield. And although Pirates finished outside the medals, Mudise won his second player of the season award. The general lived up to that pressure because he won the award again in 2009 as Izim Nkani finished second this time around in the league race, level on 55 points with Supersport United but lost out on goal difference. It was at this time that the talk of Tiko Mudise began to gain prominence in South African football because shortly after leaving Supersport, they won their first league title under Gavin Hunt in 2008 and then defended that title in 2009. All the while, Tiko was still searching for his first club cup title, let alone the league title. I know the stigma that um, I'm cursed and then I'll never win anything with the team because every team that I played for uh, won after I left. And while all of this was happening, there was the small matter of Bafana Bafana. Mudise had been included in Carlos Alberto Pereira's 2008 Africa Cup of Nations squad, but that was to be the beginning of a long and painful journey with the national team. Mudise and company gave a poor account of themselves at AFCON 2008, finishing at the bottom of Group D after draws against Angola and Senegal and a 3-1 loss to Tunisia. Although Mudise played well against Angola and in other friendly matches, that performance in Ghana, coupled with the failure to qualify for AFCON 2010 left Bafana Bafana low on confidence and Mudise under immense public scrutiny going into the 2010 World Cup on home soil. Bafana Bafana infamously became the first host nation to fail to qualify for the knockout stages of a World Cup and Tiko in particular took it hard. But in his typically resilient style, he bounced back. It's something that I cannot dwell on. You know, for me, in time, I just want to play football. Nothing matters for me. As long as I'm on the pitch and I'm trying to do my best and my team is happy with my performance, I'm good. People have said so many things about me before. They never happened. So I'm not going to listen to what people are saying about me. So I need to listen to what I want to do. After the national disappointment of the 2010 World Cup had died down, Mudise continued on his search for his first league title. There was a first PSL Cup title when Orlando Pirates beat Morocco Swallows on penalties to win the 2010 MTN8, but the league title remained elusive. It wasn't until Mudise was reunited with Piso Musimane that the floodgates would open. Upon rejoining the Brazilians under Jingles, Tico would win the Telcom Knockout Cup, the Netbank Cup, and the league title. The first of two, which came at the end of the 2013-2014 season. We spoke to Tico on the 2nd of May 2014, just days before winning his first league title. You've had like a really, really interesting career. You've had a prolific career on the field, off the field. We've seen you as ambassador of products. We've seen you at your highest, at your lowest. You know, you've gone yeah. all sorts of ways, but you've never actually won the EPSA Premiership. So this is probably your season. You haven't really won many trophies. In fact, the only one was the Telcom Charity Cup in 2008-2009 season while you were with Orlando Pirates. So despite your exciting career, it just seems like everything is coming together this particular season. It's not just the nomination for the Sports Personality of the Year, but it's the possibility of the EPSA Premiership as well. 
I mean, I think it all boils down to, to, to hard work, you know, and, and, and perseverance as well, because I've went through so much, like you just said. You know, I've, I remember at one stage I was in a similar situation with Orlando Pirates where we played the last game where uh, we needed to win, I think, with six votes against Amazon and Super Sport was playing Santos. We lost that day and then we, we were number two on the log. It's one of those games that, uh, you know, it's going to change the rest of my life and uh, I just hope that come Tuesday we win it. Budisa and Downs won on that Tuesday, beating title rival Supersport United by three goals to nil to end a six-year trophy drought at Klorkop and gifting Tiko his very first league title. He would go on to praise Pizzo Musimane for helping him to realize a long-held dream. Honestly, he's one of the best coaches that I've worked with. But what makes it easier as well, it's the understanding that we have. Because I understand I understand because I worked with him when I was younger as well. The passion that he has for the game. You know, there's certain similarities between me and him. He's very passionate about the game. He always wants to win. Even though sometimes he gets a little bit crazy. But it's the passion that he has for the game. And sometimes he gets mis- been misunderstood because of his character his personality but I don't have a problem with it I've worked with him fortunate enough the guys are studying now to understand him better and then they, they become free now when they play so we just hope that with that on its own it can rub off to other players as well to have the same passion as well to have the same drive and win a couple of more things within the team Six trophies later including the 2016 CAF Champions League title Mudise bid a final farewell to Musimane to join his former Bafana Bafana teammate Benny McCarthy at Cape Town City Bafana's all-time leading goal scorer McCarthy had been appointed as head coach at City where Mudise would play his final two seasons before hanging up his boots. Tiko waved goodbye to his beloved fans in the province where it had all started two decades ago when he played his final match for Cape Town City in a 1-0 loss to Black Leopards at the Toyando Stadium on the 11th of May 2019. McCarthy says the general must be applauded for his service to South African football. And Toyando was just out of this world, so it was a great spectacular and a nice way for Tico Odisha to say his last goodbyes. Very proud legacy, you know, he's one of the most decorated players that we have in the game. And I think what he's achieved, what he's done, what he's brought for this country, I think we have to applaud that. For Tico, he lasted this long because he simply loved football. I think what, what what separates me from from most is is the passion that I have for the game. I know what football has done for me, so I always remember how I survived because of football. So I've always found it difficult when people saying football is their job, like I'm, like many by M sevens, and for me it was my life. Thank you, Tico. Goodbye, and thanks for the memories. Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Visit kayafm.co.za for more.